Hello and welcome. I'm Chelsea, certified mermaid, diver, and science communicator. And I'm Blake, scuba dive master, freediving instructor, and also a science communicator. We've created the Save the Mermaids podcast to connect ocean lovers from across the seven seas who have a desire to protect our waters and learn to live in sync with nature. Save the mermaids, save the seas. Let's dive in. And now it's time for our happy ocean news. So I have some exciting news coming out of the UK. Bottom trolling trawling (laughs) was banned in four marine protected areas within the UK. Hey, nice. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, bottom trawling is when they have the big net and it just scrapes the bottom and it catches everything. The bycatch on those things are awful Insane. and yeah. you're breaking up the corals you're breaking up the grass you're it's, it's terrible yeah. it's a it's an old practice just know your local fishermen but anyways after years of campaigning damaging fishing activity will be banned in four marine protected areas to protect rare habitats and wildlife in uk waters the law will come into force next week and is part of a new powers part of new powers under the fisheries act which will provide sorry my words are not working on this one (laughs) which will prohibit fishing activities in marine protected areas where there is evidence that they will harm wildlife or damage habitats that's fast so when was this article written because when the time by the time this comes out it will all already have been in effect yeah so this was um let me check this was on june 10th Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, I love it when things happen that fast. I know. And because like, I mean, we've known the bottom trawling has been in, the only reason people do bottom trawling is to feed massive amounts of people. Mm-hmm. And in the UK, that's not like, that's definitely for an exporting kind of thing, because in the UK, you can definitely know your own fisherman, like know a spear, a spear diver and just have them get that fish for you. There's way more healthier and eco-friendly alternatives than bottom trawling. And I feel like that's true. So many places. Places. like yeah. just try to eat local as best you can yeah local even they've done studies and they've proven that like eating local is even better than eating vegan to like save the planet let alone <laughs> like driving a prius and all that stuff because of all of you know what i mean if you're getting your quinoa from south america and to getting it shipped all the way to hawaii it causes just as many carbon issues yeah so if you're able to eat food from where you're from that's going to be the best bet in if you know the person who's getting it for you even better because you know they're not out there having having to get you know twenty thousand fish at once they're just getting one for you yeah yeah yay all this good news so exciting okay so today you are talking to us about is it sea snakes sea snakes Ah, i know which is kind of fun because we're talking about bottom trawling and these guys would have definitely been affected by that if it when it happens in more tropical areas Mm -hmm. so sea snakes I love snakes they're Is that so weird? fun I do too <laughs> like growing up everybody teased me you know what I mean but I'm like I love I've never been scared of snakes no I used to have one so I had a cat who attacked one in my backyard it was just a little garter snake mm-hmm. but I took him in and I named him little dude and I kept him in a terrarium and didn't actually give him any medical assistance but like quote nursed him back to health <laughs> Oh, I loved a little dude. Little he was dude. the best. Yeah. That's adorable. Did you feed him? <laughs> I did. Okay. Yeah, like, he ate mealworms and crickets. Oh, see, that's easy. The only thing is I couldn't do a snake that I had to feed mice to. Mm, I don't think so. Because I also like mice. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just bad. too difficult. Yeah. Because yeah. I've always wanted one as a pet, but I thought that that would be like, what did I have to feed him? And I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. So mealworms was easy. Yeah, yeah. mealworms <laughs> seems easy because I don't 
make friends with meal worms. No. <laughs> which makes me feel bad about that now. I'm like, oh damn. <laughs> they need to do an episode on meal worms. BRB, we gotta go make friends with meal worms. <laughs> Okay, so sea snakes, there's actually more than 60 species and they're all like ridiculously venomous. Okay, so really? Yep. Okay, I had a question and then I listened to you and I got shocked. Did you forget Um, the question? No, are they all, so when you say sea, I'm assuming these are saltwater or are we talking all water snakes? Uh, So these are uh, like saltwater snakes specifically. Yeah, so this isn't including, we're not talking about like cotton mouths or anything like that. We're going to be talking more about the actual sea snakes. And they're all venomous? Yes. That's bananas. Highly venomous. Tell me everything. Right. Um, So they're of the cobra family. There are two independently evolved groups. So they're called the true sea snakes, which are related to Australian terrestrial elapids, and then the sea crates. So you've probably heard of a sea crate. I think I have. Yeah. So that's different than a true sea snake. So there's two different like main chunks of families. So like two big branches of sea snakes. Okay. So that's the true sea snakes and then the crates. Um, I have all their subfamilies, but I don't feel like anybody really cares. <laughs> I have to say, this is the first thing, I think this is the first thing we've talked about that I literally know nothing. I have no prior knowledge about this. All that I knew was they were really cute when I would watch them on TV <laughs> with Steve Irwin, like nothing about them. But so the true sea snakes, they come from, uh, like I said, the Australian terrestrial elapids, but then the sea crates are actually related to Asian cobras. Ugh. So crates, cobras, Okay, remember it that way, um, which is interesting. So like the true sea snakes are Australian and then the sea crates are Asian. Huh. Yeah. So those parts of the world, man, careful, <laughs> a lot in the water. <laughs> It's a lot in the water. Um, So although their venom is the most potent of like literally every snake in the entire world, human fatalities are super rare because sea snakes, they're not aggressive. Their venom output is really small and their fangs are super short. So even if they bite you, they're not going to, you know, like a rattlesnake, especially a baby rattlesnake will just inject you with all that it's got. Pump you full. (laughs) Yeah. These guys don't put much into their prey and their fangs are super short. So for a human, it's not that bad. So do they even break the skin most of the time if they're that short? They don't even normally get their mouth to you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're very easy to handle. Okay. Yeah. That's good. So there are 55 species of true sea snakes. Most of the adults would be from like three to five feet long. Uh, the some individuals may attain about like up to almost nine feet Ugh. long. Yeah. So normal three to five, but sometimes it can be a little bit ridiculous. Oh, that's, that is ridiculous. Like yes. anything above three really like is ridiculous. Nine, I mean, that's a lot to see. That's a lot of snake. Yeah. In an animal. And that like keeps going. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a, just, that's a big snake. Yeah. I just keep thinking about Anaconda, which is a fantastic movie. And I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay. So usually you'll find sea snakes in coastal areas of the Indian and Western Pacific oceans, except for the yellow-bellied sea snake. Um, he's found in the open ocean from Africa eastward across the Pacific to the West coast of the Americas. No. Did you know that? No. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. So I wonder if they hang out here or like, I don't know. I don't know. Yellow bellies. Okay. Yellow bellied sea snakes. Um, they're also not found in the Atlantic ocean. Like there's no sea snakes in the Atlantic. Why? I don't know. Is, do they have a temperature? So it just says sea snakes, 
uh, are not found in the Atlantic Ocean or areas of high salinity, such as the Red Sea. Oh, interesting. So maybe the salt content. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all other species live mainly in waters less than 100 feet deep, so about 30 meters. Uh, so it's definitely not a deep sea dwelling creature. Uh, but they do dive to the sea floor to obtain their food among coral reefs, mangroves, and the ocean bottom. So a lot of times you'll find them where there's a lot of baby fish. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Little predators. Uh, most sea snakes feed upon fishes of various sizes and shapes, including eels. Uh, what? Yeah, they'll eat an eel. Which just seems a little creepy. I don't think I'd want to see that. I would not want to like, see that. That's a little, that's, that's a like lot. A snake eating a snake. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are two primitive groups, which is genera Ipsurus and Amidocephalus. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right, (laughs) but they eat only fish eggs, which I found interesting. And then the hydrophis, it specializes in burrowing eels. Like they only eat burrowing eels. Yeah. So two of them only eat eggs. And then this one guy over here only eats a specific eel. So picky, picky. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, right? Yeah. Sea snakes. I know. I'm excited to start posting pictures of these. Yeah. I'm excited to like google you don't know, like, <laughs> yeah, like look at the one. hashtag sea snakes on yeah. instagram because i've never <laughs> thought to do that in my life no and they don't pop up like we follow a lot of oceany stuff between the two of us and i never see sea snakes I sea know. snakes pop up those sea snakes those sea snakes never see it uh-uh. we all know that plastic straws and cups are one of the biggest problems contributing to ocean pollution but there are plenty of other options out there One of the best companies we've found is Mermaid Straw. They did not hunt us down asking for publicity. We genuinely believe in their products and their mission. Plastics are a huge problem in our fast-paced world, but making simple changes like ditching your single-use straw or cup for a long-living metal one can add up in a very real way. Small changes are what is going to make a huge impact. Please shop using the link on our Instagram bio and save using code underscore underscore mermaid underscore Chelsea underscore underscore. Um, Okay, so in adaptation to marine life, true sea snakes have a flattened body with a short or like tail, which I just thought was cute. So instead of like a regular snake is like pretty round, just like almost like a perfect circle, maybe a little bit flatter on the belly. These guys are like an oval tipped over sideways (laughs) with like a little oar is how they, how they swim with that little oar like tail. They also have valvular nostrils on top of their nose. So their nose holes are on top of their body. And the valvular just means that it can close when they dive down under the water. Oh, my next question was valvular. Do they breathe air yeah yeah okay. uh-huh um they also have elongated lungs that extend the length of their entire body whoa those are some long ass lungs That's long. <laughs> what <laughs> like, the hell their whole body is just a lung okay i'm looking at pictures now you yeah, see the or like tail yeah. yeah they're freaking cute right yeah they're they just are. like kind of little oval babies <laughs> yeah i love them Okay, so their scales are very small, and usually they don't overlap like we see with a lot of land-dwelling snakes. Okay. Uh, the belly scales are reduced in size in the primitive species especially, whereas in the more advanced forms, they're absent. So they actually don't have scales on their belly at all. It's just like a smooth surface. I wonder why. 
were they also terrestrial in my mind it kind of makes me think of like for how quickly you can swim through the water I don't know like the smoother I smoother skin I have the better I'm gonna be at swimming that's just what like pops in my head but okay that's not (laughs) scientific answer (laughs) I'm in (laughs) but it says as a result the advanced species cannot crawl and are thus helpless on land because they don't have that grip strength okay yeah so they're just the primitive ones they kind of like came from the land and they can do both you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but the advanced guys they're just primarily only in the ocean okay well that makes sense yeah yeah also fun fact time are you ready yes snakes can breathe through their skin oh my gosh I actually think I knew that somewhere deep in my brain but that's insane yeah so they can literally breathe through their skin so they can remain submerged for eight hours or more so they can like breathe. So they're getting the oxygen from the water into their into skin? their skin, I guess. So that's because these sea snakes can actually absorb up to thirty three percent of the oxygen that they need through their skin. Ugh. But the cool thing about that is, like, for us, you know, when we're scuba diving, we're absorbing all that, but we can't like release our nitrogen. Uh, they can release ninety percent of their carbon dioxide in the same manner, so they don't even have to breathe out. It's just through their skin they're releasing ninety percent of their carbon dioxide. That's dope. Snake mermaids. <laughs> snake mermaids. Snake mermaids. Mer snakes. <laughs> That's it. Found it. We got there. <laughs> okay, so uh, there was a 2019 study of the blue banded sea snake, also known as the annulated sea snake. Uh, it found a highly vascularized area between the snout and the top of its head, which allows oxygen to be transported directly from the water to the snake's brain. Cool. So they're like absorbing oxygen through their skin right up to their brain. They are evolved as hell. I know. I'm like, come on, humans. Like, we suck. We suck. Like, what we do need we a have? little bit more natural yeah. selection than what we've got going on right now? Because this would be epic. I know. Can you imagine? No, that'd be oh. too cool for us. Our lungs, the whole length of our bodies. <laughs> uh, sea snakes are the only reptiles that give birth in the ocean. What? Yep. Only reptiles that give birth in the ocean. That's. Sea turtles, they come out. Crocodiles, yeah. they come out. Yep. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Only ones hmm. that give birth in the ocean. They'll have an average of two to nine young, but as many as 34 may be born. <laughs> ah. But they're also born live. So the eggs are stored in the mother's body. So just little baby sea snakes are just like pop, 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 oh, pop, pop. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Interesting. I love this. I'm learning so much. So cool, right? I was like, I might have a new, like, up there favorite animal I want to go dive with for sure. I don't know that I want to be around 30 tiny babies swimming around. Yeah. A little creepy, but to see one would be. I I would if it was the banded ones because they're hella cute. A little, I think that's a crate though. Okay. So, um, like I said, they're stored in their mother's body. So they are born live. So now let's talk about those sea crates. So that was the other guys that are coming mainly from Asia. So those are the Australian babies. And then these are a sea crate. It's K-R-A-I-T-S. If you want to look up some photos of them, they're the guys from Australia who are related to the cobras. So they're not as specialized for aquatic life as the true sea snakes are. So usually the sea crate is what most people imagine when they think of an ocean snake, because they're the ones with the, the, like the banded sea crate is really popular. Yeah. This one just straight up looks like a snake. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're not as adapted to the ocean as the true sea snakes that we were just talking about. Um, 
Although their tail is flattened a bit, kind of like an oar, their body is going to be cylindrical rather than flat. Mm -hmm. And then their nostrils are lateral. So their nostrils are on the sides of their face, just like a regular snake compared to up at the top of their nose. Okay. Yeah. This one really. It looks like, like if, a land snake. Yeah. If I ran into this in the water, I'd be like, oh, little buddy, hold yeah. on. You, Do you belong here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they just haven't adapted like the true sea snakes have. Okay. Uh, they have enlarged belly scales, like those of terrestrial snakes. So that means that they can crawl up and climb on the land. Okay. Yeah. So they're very much, they slip between the two worlds, kind of, kind Lucky of little sea crates. <laughs> um, their typical color pattern consists of alternating bands of black with gray, blue, or white rings. So again, that's what most people think of as a crate, not an actual true sea snake, which I found interesting because I just thought this was a sea snake. Right. Snake's a snake. Yep. Apparently You'd not. You'd be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so the yellow-lipped sea crate is a common species that possesses the pattern and has that has that pattern, but it has a bright yellow snoot. Oh, I love it when the snoot's a different color. <laughs> it's a yellow snoot. Um, sea crates are nocturnal and they feed primarily on eels. Mm. Uh what the hell I know that's so creepy and it's they usually are in a depth of less than like 50 feet like 15 meters or so okay yeah so they go ashore to lay their eggs so that was another main difference between the two uh they climb up into the limestone caves and rock crevices where they deposit anywhere from one to ten eggs so similar amount in terms of reproduction um usual reproduction the adults average one meter or so in length so these guys are smaller than a sea snake could be like yeah. three feet. Um, but some grow to more than one and a half meters. So again, maybe five. So they're not nearly as big as the ocean snakes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the longevity record in captivity in terms of them living is seven years. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's in captivity. Yeah. So it's probably way shorter and wild. Do you think? I feel like it would be because I feel like they'd be a snack for a lot of animals, yeah. but their venom makes you not really know. So right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Huh. I think it's pretty hard to record sea snakes. Like there's not a ton of information about them. Right. And now I'm like, do I want to become a sea snake scientist? A sea snakeologist? <laughs> I want a sea snakeologist. Hey, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. Like we said, they never pop up on anything we follow or see or they're never in any capacity shown to people so this is super interesting yeah it's just sea snakes like, uh, sea snakes who thought to look that up I don't even know how I thought to look this up but I think I don't know I was like see oh we were looking for marine reptiles that's, that's what it right. was that's yeah that's right and I was like sea snakes they're <laughs> they're cool <laughs> they are cool uh, so I looked up their uh, status and they're not endangered, um, but some species are present on the IUCN red list. So that means that they could be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. The Laticauda crockery <laughs> is listed as vulnerable and the Ipsurus fuscus is endangered. Uh, of most concern, however, are the leaf scaled sea snake and the short nosed sea snake. Um, so again, those are the leaf, leaf scaled sea snake and the short nosed sea snake, both of which are actually critically endangered. Oh no. Yeah. Um, usually it's because of climate change, um, bycatch, which we just talked about is a mm -hmm. huge problem with the trawling. They get stuck. The snakes get stuck with bycatch a lot, as well as having a low reproductive rate. Cause they're only alive for, you know, seven years and they're only having up to nine babies at a time at the absolute most. They just 
aren't able to keep up with how many of them that we're accidentally killing. Cause it's not like they're delicious. It's not like a ton of animals are going after them in the ocean. It's mostly because of climate change by catch. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. So that's what I've got on the billions of sea snakes. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. I love learning things. It was, a, <laughs> it was a fun one to research for sure. It was just something that I never thought to look up. Yeah. I feel like so many of our um, episodes so far have been things that were like, oh, I love those. Let's research those and talk about those. But this is the first, like, we had no idea about this thing. Right. And now we have some idea about this thing. And they can breathe through their skin and move it directly to their brain. Skin breathers. Skin breathers. Thanks so much for diving in with us today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Save the Mermaids Podcast. Visit our website at www.mermaidconservation.com for all the podcast merch and our eco-friendly favorites. And don't forget to join our Facebook community, Save the Mermaids Podcast Community. This is where we will post our monthly meetups, share our favorite underwater adventures, and connect with like-minded ocean lovers all over the world. Until next time, mermaids! Thank you.